What's up, friends? Bet the Universe here. Your host, Dennis Perez, Roel Cabral. Bettheuniverse.podbean.com, Spotify, iTunes, the places where you can hear us. Ro, how you doing today, my friend? Good, my brother. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. March 28th here, another beautiful Sunday afternoon. Lately, we've been uh, doing the Sunday afternoon thing. It's yeah. a nice time to record. Everything was all tranquil. Coming off UFC 6 or 260 last night, my man Nagano came through with a crazy knockout in the second round. He takes the belt off Stipe Miocic. So the heavyweight division moves forward with him as champion. John Jones already calling him out. Derek Lewis lurking in the background or possibly a, a third fight with, with Stipe to conclude that trilogy. Although I don't think many people want to see that after the result last night. So congrats to the new champion. Some, some fun last night, huh? And yeah, it was a good event last night. O'Malley did his thing, knockout. Nice. Um, yeah, Almeida wasn't good we enough We had the tournament him. too, right? And then uh, UFC 261 is, is, is coming through, and that's going to be another good one. We're going to see uh, Kamaru Usman against Masvidal too. Mm, so that's that on the horizon. But I think we're going to talk mostly NBA today. So. Yeah, NBA, a little baseball. Little Maybe baseball, a little tournament. Yeah, the, right? the, 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 uh, Ro brought it to my attention that the season starts Thursday, which kind of <laughs> caught me off guard. I'm, I'm thinking it was another week away. But, yeah, baseball's here, man. Everything yeah. is... It's coming back and returning to normal, so... We're ready to attack all that, brother. And we're ready to get on all that. So, yeah, yeah, whatever you want to start with. I'm thinking you want to start Knicks, yeah? Yeah, let's start with the Knicks, man. They've been a good story. Some tough news for last night, you know. They got the win against Milwaukee, who was shorthanded, but Robinson breaks his foot. And, uh, yeah, man, the Knicks come through with the win, and they've been consistent. They're 1-4-5 over here. They're 8-3 against the spread on the road, their last 11. They're 9-2 against the spread at home, their last 11. So they're doing great both on the road and home. And, D, they're the third-best team against the spread this year. So they've been bringing tons of money in for the for the betters. They get good lines. They get you know they they, they haven't been overvalued yet. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the Knicks here, D? Not a good run. So they've won four of their last five now. Um... Eight and three against the spread in their last what? Uh, well, last ten road games, they were seven and three against the spread. They played that last. Were they at home last night on the road? They were, they were in the Milwaukee, road. right? Yeah, they were on the road. So they're so doing eight good and on three both. against the spread. Their last eleven road games. Yeah, Knicks are good. Uh, you know, this could be a blessing in disguise. The injury for Obi Toppin, he could get some more minutes in, more experience. I True. know they've been low on him all year. Noel's gonna have to play some more minutes, and Knox is gonna definitely have to contribute more. But I think they'll be alright. And Taj as well. Yeah, you're right. Taj, Taj is a formidable um, replacement. And does, do you think that at all swings the Drummond situation? I mean, needing the, for the fact that they need size. Well, I thought two days ago it was sounding like the Knicks were the favorite. It's, uh, I think somehow they they were able to offer more money. Yeah. Than uh than the Lakers, but you know who knows, man. With with Aldridge signing with Brooklyn last night, there's got to be some more urgency on the Lakers side. So they're probably doing all types of things to try and persuade uh Drummond to come that way. But yeah, it's still up in the air. He hasn't signed yet as of yet as of now. So the Knicks could possibly still swing that. No. All right. Yeah, for sure. Right now they're fifth D. They're fifth overall in the in the East. So they're still in a pretty good spot right now. The, just a couple of games out of the eighth spot, though. and So you got to be make sure you keep your guard up here if you're the Knicks. Um, another team that's played well is actually the team that they played last night. I don't want to talk too much about Milwaukee, D, but they have won 13-16. Weird thing there yesterday. They held out all their players there on back-to-backs. And they didn't play that great against Boston a couple of nights ago. But Milwaukee has been hot. They haven't made a big run here in the second half, no? Yeah, uh, listen, Giannis put himself back in MVP considerations because of the run that, that Brooklyn's been on here. We mentioned that they had the trade of um, Tucker. for P.J. Tucker and yeah. they acquired him. I don't know if they've, they've put him into the fold yet. 
But yeah, strange game for Milwaukee last night in that they pretty much sat all their important players. So they gave one away to the Knicks last night, but you know it's still in, in position. And you think they're going the for the one spot? You think they? I mean, they're right there as far as they. Yeah, two absolutely. Games back. I, I don't think. I, I, don't, I mean, strange what they did last night. I still think they're trying to get that one spot. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. All right, and one more team here. The uh, hot team here, Atlanta, playing really well since they fired their coach. They're nine and two since they fired their coach. Seven, three, and one against the spread. What do you think about Atlanta? You think they putting it together here? You think? It, Good time to jump on Atlanta. You think they good money right now? Uh, good money as far as uh taking them day to day against. Day-to-day. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, the other day we caught them. What we caught them against? What the Lakers? Yeah, yeah. We, caught them we put a bet out there on the Instagram page. Golden uh, State, I think it was. No, it was against. Golden actually, State. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was Golden State. Yeah, without, they blew them out. So they smoked them pretty easily. We thought that they wouldn't be able to keep up with Atlanta's offense. They've been pretty right under Nate McMillan. And, you know, definitely a better version of, of what they were. They, I know they had a little low there, but, I mean, no stock in them to make noise as far as winning the East or nothing like that. But, yeah, I, I definitely like them when they come up on the schedule. Collins has been a lot better. Galinari's been contributing. And Lou Williams, you think Lou Williams is going to do? I mean, I mean yeah, I think he's going to be good over there, right? I, I mean, mean Rondo wasn't getting, a fit. They weren't getting shit from Rondo. He wasn't yeah. even playing much. Yeah, Rondo wasn't a fit. That, was, that wasn't working. And I was telling you, DeAndre Hunter is coming back. He's their third best scorer, D. He, he, 16 points a game. And you're going to see Cam Reddish too soon. This team is going to get together. Really, I mean, I could see them making a nice big run here. Nate McMillan usually hasn't had success like that, to be honest with you, as a coach. But he's got it going on right now, and he's got some talent over there in Atlanta. Um... Sticking with the East, man, I got to talk about Boston because they've been so bad, and I'm kind of surprised. They added Fournier, who's a scorer. I was I was kind of surprised to see his numbers scoring 20 points a game. You're adding somebody like that, that's that's a formidable guy. He also shoots over 40% from three. So Fournier is definitely something they're going to need because they need more scoring punch, but they're still missing some size, they, 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 and I don't think they got that with Wagner, who they picked up. What do you think about Boston, D? Yeah, man, you mentioned it with the size. I do like Robert Williams, though, on that team, and I yeah. just think they need to continue to play him and hope they can get him up to speed faster. He needs to play more minutes and, and get more involved. But Boston has been a wild disappointment this year, especially against the good teams, man. They just can't get those wins and covers against the, the really good teams in the NBA. I mean, I love that coach, man, but I'm kind of surprised. They, they well, still Stevens, do have it, a lot of talent, right? He had a lot of success early, so yeah. I guess it set expectations. And, you know, they made the Eastern Conference Finals there in a, a few – was it two years? Uh, yeah, two years in his in his tenure. Yeah. I remember one against the Cavs and then again last year. I mean, it, you know, the expectations are set high for Boston. So when they don't meet, you know, what what it seems to be championship you think they aspirations, get it, together it looks here? disappointing. You think they got it together here down the stretch? What I mean, you, you know, what – Odds the, are – they the do, move, no? I mean, the move for Fournier was kind of mediocre, so, you know, it didn't do much to move the needle, not in my opinion. I don't mm. know about yours. Mm. But, yeah, I, you sure know, for me, it's, for me, it's Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and Brooklyn at this point, and, yeah, Boston's outside of that circle. Yeah, I got them under my fade money right now. I don't trust Boston right now, D. 4-13 and 13 against the spread on the road, especially on the road, guys. Watch out for Boston. They're not good. If they're playing a bad team like they did last night, I mean, they played uh, – Thunder last night, I believe. That's a different story. But Boston has not been somebody well, that you can honest, trust. Let's be honest. The acquisition of Kemba Walker has been a huge disappointment so mm, far. Yeah. I love hurt. Tatum. I love Brown. I love Smart. Like he's one of my favorite players in the team. But it just seems like they're not good enough. They're just not enough. They just don't have enough. It's something quite a little bit off this year. And then about it sucks that, that all those years that they had Hayward in the fold, like because yeah. of injury, he wasn't himself. And, and 
Rozier. year that he goes back to Charlotte and, and another one, Rozier. Yeah, They're he's fucking another great, another great piece that they had. Right, absolutely. And when we mentioned those two guys, that's a great segue right now, the Charlotte right now. They got Rozier and they got Haywood. They got both those guys that Boston. And, and Boston. important that they do because, yeah. you know, they've been balling. Rozier's been clutch. He's had a lot, hit a lot of clutch shots this year. And Hayward, he looks like he's almost back to his old self. And they need him even more now, D. LaMelo's down. LaMelo's Might be miss. out for the year. Oh, he is out for the year, right? With a the, with the, uh, wrist fracture. He's got a broken wrist. Yeah. he got a broken wrist. I mean, I looked. They said there's a small chance he might come back. I was reading a story about that. But I think I don't think that they're going to, Charlie's going to risk bringing him back early at all. So they got what they got, and they did get Devontae Graham back, who's been helping. Monk now is getting a lot more minutes because he played the same position that LaMelo was playing. So they're going to need him, and they're going to need Haywood, bro. But right now, I mean, looking at their pat 7-10 in their last, you know, 7 wins in their last 10. It's 7-2 against the spread. I love them at home. 7-2 against the spread at home. They've been doing a great job at home. So look out for Charlotte at home. On the road, not as much, but they've, they've held it together without LaMelo, which I've been impressed with. I'll give them that, you know? So, there's that there with Charlotte. Um, I just wanted to mention a couple of fade monies here in the East, man. Two two horrible teams. Been playing like shit. And they deserve <laughs> to be mentioned. I'm sorry, bro. They, I mean, I'm sorry to say it like that. But Orlando, bro. They And they gave guys up. So, this is the team that was... Fournier's right. off the team. Yeah. Gordon's off the team. And Vujicic? Exactly. Off the team. Three starters, right? Yeah. So, they were already lost 20 or 26. They're already in that kind of stretch. Especially on the road, guys. 5-11 and 11 against the spread on the road. This team is horrible. Orlando is big-time fade. If you see Orlando on the road, even if it's a big spread, don't be afraid to lay it against Orlando, right, D? Orlando's horrible right now. They stink, bro. So I'm going to say that. And Cleveland, too, man. Cleveland's lost a lot of guys throughout this stretch. They lost to McGee. They lost, you know, they lost key pieces here and there. Uh, Cleveland's been bad since the All-Star break. 3-7 and seven straight up. 4-13 and 13 against the spread on the road. They're awful. Cleveland's bad, so they shitty too. Stay away from those teams. D, let's go to the West real quick. How you yeah, feel well, about that? One last note on the East. The okay. thing is to watch out for those teams, the teams like Charlotte, the Knicks, the Hawks, yeah. um, the Heat. They're so jumbled from four seed to nine. Yep. There's a difference that. of two games between all those seedings. So there's pressure on all those teams to continue to win. So mm. when you're doing your wages on those teams, Good consider that, you know, they're pretty much all in must-win mode right now. That's a good call there. So if you got them against subpar competition or if you got them in, in, a, in a spot where they're rested, they're probably going to, you know, all guns are out. They're going to be all going all in on that. I would expect these teams to come through. Like I mean, the Knicks from yesterday. Here, from here on out, they're in playoff mode now. Yeah, true. Good call. Good call. And the the Hornets right now are battling the Suns, and they're tied at half. So you that's the same thing we're talking about here. And that was a big plus. I was looking at that game earlier, D, mm -hmm. with the Hornets being at home. Like I mentioned, guys, they're a good home team. Yeah. So keep a lookout for stuff like that. Philly, Brooklyn, and Milwaukee, they're locked in at the top three. They're just going to yep. you know shuffle around in the top three mode, and then everything else after that is up And those teams, too, they rest guys, too, right, D? Like you'll see like the Nets right now resting a guy like Kyrie. Right, Milwaukee, what they did last night, right? So you got to be careful when you got those top three dogs up there. They're not always going to play their players. You got to make sure you look at the, the game when, before the game starts. Make sure those guys are in hard in the other night, right? Against Utah, side mm -hmm. it out, right? And that was a prime position you were talking about taking the um Utah there, right? Well, yeah, you're right. Listen, Philly, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, they have the luxury of having about a what six-game space between them and the four seed. So mm -hmm. 
they can have an eye on what's going on currently, maybe one, you know, the one, two, three C yeah. situation, but also the other eye on resting players and just having everything right for the playoffs, you know? Yeah. There's not as much urgency with them, right? No urgency, no need to exhaust all resources, not resources, but exhaust, you know, yeah. all their energies at the moment. They that's can, why KD's not back. That's why Kyrie rests. That's why Milwaukee sat their whole starting lineup. You know, there's, there's luxuries to be afforded because of winning, you know, and yep. because of winning in the regular season. So, right. you know. Great call. So watch out for that, guys. Keep a close eye on that. Not that much problem in the West, right? Like, you're not going to have that issue in the West right now, right, D? No, no. In the West, everyone's going all in right now, I believe. Maybe you not know? Utah. Yeah, Maybe Utah, Utah can, can take a rest. When, when it comes down to those last But they're not games, that kind but... of team right now that they rest their guys. I think an important thing for them is rhythm. So I think they got to play their guys. And they don't have older players on their team like well, that. Well, I right? think for, well, you, maybe you're right in the fact that I think Utah and their mentality is probably important for them to lock up the number one thing, being that they're 19 and two at home this yeah. year. So they just want to get as many home games. They want to flex their yeah, muscles they, they want, right now and feel as good as they can about themselves going into the playoffs. Right? All, listen, all game sevens at home that guaranteed is big in the playoffs. So yeah. and they're a really good home team too. So 19 and no, two. Yeah, there's no question that Utah wants to play. They got five straight wins too. They righted the ship now, Utah. D. Five straight wins. They're actually the second best team against the spread. Uh, you know, as far as gambling-wise, man, they're really good money right now if you're looking at that. so And especially you see Utah at home, guys. Don't be afraid to lay it. They cover the spread at home at a consistent rate. So keep that eye on Utah. And Phoenix, too, D. I mean, Phoenix is a monster, no? They're an absolute monster. Guys, on the road, 8-1 and one against the spread the last nine. And they're 8-1 and one straight up. This is a beast on the road, and they're a beast just against the spread. They're the number one team against the spread for the year. They're bringing in the most money for everyone at 68%. So Phoenix is dependable. I mean, we always talk about Phoenix, so we don't have to go in depth with them, but money-wise, right? What, yeah. what a good... No, yeah, you nailed it with Jazz, man. Big trust in the Jazz at home uh, yeah. against the spread. 15-2-1, that's 18 home games for them. So nice. you got to love the Jazz at home, whether it's uh, covering the spread or just winning outright. Um, D, two other teams here that we were really looking at at the trade deadline that they did add, a, that they did make additions here and still have been playing well here. Denver, 10-3 and three in their last 13. They added Aaron Gordon. How, what are your thoughts here? What are your feelings on Denver right now, currently? How, you, how do you view Denver right now? Uh, yo, power moves as far as bringing Gordon in and uh, McGee as well because, you know, they already had size with Joker and they got tremendous size. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm very, very curious to see how that works out. And, you know, Gordon can shoot a bit now too, man. Don't, yeah. don't sleep on his three-point shooting ability. He's just a really big guard-forward hybrid right now at this point. So, yeah. I'm excited I'm to see how I'm interested to see how they yeah. deploy that, you know. They gave up uh they gave up some familiarity with, with Gary Harris and then his Yeah, true. scoring off the bench. And but he's good defensively. He was kind of up and down with the injuries this year. Anyway, I see the Gordon move as a as a move up. And yeah, let's see what the Nuggets could do. You know, listen, they made a Western Conference final last year, right? They're looking to improve on that this year. Sure. So, you know, they're still lurking and they're still dangerous. Yeah, they're dangerous. I, I really want to see how that team looks together with Aaron Gordon, with Michael Porter finally being on the floor on a consistent basis. And hopefully they get all these guys back because I know Monte Morris has missed some time. Mills has missed some time. If they got all these guys, even um, Dozier, who's a good defender, if they get all these guys back on the floor and they all get a chance to play together, I, I'm really interested in seeing what Denver could do together because they seem to be a very strong squad and they have a good, good 10 well, guys. Listen, the, late, the longer LeBron James misses, and AD's been out for quite a bit now, 
Yeah. It's looking. It's, I'm as a Laker fan. I'm concerned. I think it looks a little dire right now. You know. Now maybe these guys come back and and they're fresh and they, and whatever. But yeah. I don't see it like that. I, I see scary. it as, as a slow comeback. And they're gonna. You know. It takes time. The Lakers are in trouble. Clippers again. I mentioned it last time. Nobody really talking about them. They're under the radar. All right, let's go into the Clippers right now, D. That's a perfect segue right there. Clippers, D, they kind of got it together here. They won 6-7, and 8-2 against the spread at home the last 10. You got them tonight here at home. I mean, the Clippers, they've been good, man. They got it together here. And then they trade Rondo. They got um Lou, the trade for Lou Williams and, and traded Lou Williams for Rondo, D. So what do you think about the Clippers with that trade going forward here? Nah, they got it uh, together a bit here and, you know, like, Lou, uh, giving up some scoring in Lou Will, I don't think that, that really matters to the Clippers at this point. But getting somebody that could, you know, kind of run that offense a little bit, especially the way Rondo did with the Lakers last year, mm. that that's of, of of the utmost important. Again, another leader on the floor, a vocal leader at that, yeah, which is something they... that they were probably lacking. Yep. But somebody that, can, that would not be afraid to call anybody out, to say what he has to say, to, you know, lead and direct, especially the younger guys. So, yeah, I think this is a huge help, a huge boost to Kawhi and to PG. And he's a winner, too, D. Like, him and Kawhi, you know, obviously, both won chips here. So, kind of could help there, kind of could help PG get through this, you know what I'm saying? Well, you His know, playoff was. honestly, Ka- Kawhi was never really the problem with the Clippers. Uh, PG, you yeah. know, kind of being inconsistent in the playoffs kind of was. I know Kawhi had that bad game in, in, in the seventh game there in the fourth quarter. But it was quarter, PG. It was, listen, the, the bl- there was a lot of blame to go around Doc. Some of the, you know, PG. Doc absorbed yeah, some right. of that blame because he got fired for the, for, the, for the mess, obviously. But the Clippers are not void of talent. Like, they have the talent to, to win a championship. Like, I recognized that last year, you know? For sure. But, uh, yeah, it's a huge boost with Rondo. Like I said, you know, Rondo ended up being the third best player on the Lakers last year. And he could certainly, right. uh, you know, provide these guys a boost. You know, health is always an issue with him. But if, if he can get his shit together health-wise for the playoffs. For sure. It's going to pay some dividends. That's a for sure. I agree. And I, I, do you like him better with, with Lou? With Tyron Lou? You know, yeah, was a head Doc? coach? Yeah. Do you think that that, that helps them? Do nah, you think they I, made I an wanna, improvement I wanna, at coach? I don't want to make it seem like I'm anti-Doc and he's a bad coach. He's not a bad coach. He's, you know, no, he's no, won a he championship is. himself with Boston. But, you know, Ty, Ty Lue is probably more more player coach, like more progressive, more, you know. He's more, he's new. He's more fresh. Yeah. He's a fresher voice. You know what I I'm saying? You. Leading the team. Yeah. And, and he did his thing with Cleveland. Let's not, let's not. He did. Let's it not wasn't front. all LeBron, right? Nah, Ty Lue was was great. So, you know. I think he's he's kind of the fresh voice that they needed. I think they they better off with Ty. I agree, and and because it's like a pandemic year, that like you said, the Clippers are really kind of like under the radar. It's not just because yeah. of pandemic year, but they're under the radar, bro. No one talks about the Clippers, like no one. I haven't heard anybody mention hey, the Clippers. You know, I watch was, a lot of NBA was, stuff. We was promised a big Clippers Lakers conference final last year that never came to fruition, right? So and and then this year, I know people are still hoping for it, but then there's so many other teams in the in the foray now in the West. Like you gotta you gotta count Utah in, you gotta count Phoenix and Phoenix is dangerous with Chris Paul at the helm. You know, Chris Paul and the what Rockets. Happened? I'm sorry to throw you up. What happened with Dallas and Luca? I know Luca's hurt now, right? Well, Luca missed last night. He's hurt. They were both KP and Luca were out, and you know. I know Luca's hurt though. I don't know how long he's gonna be out, but I think he. I think I, I'm. I just been reading some stuff on Twitter about Luca that kind of threw me off. Well, there. it's been a long night for your boy watching UFC 260 yesterday. Also, a three hundred dollar steak dinner at STK. Nice. So 
I didn't have well deserved. I didn't have uh, I didn't get to the Luca stuff last <laughs> night, so I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I'm gonna have to pin down my dad. The next source. show we do next week, we'll have more uh, information on Luca injury. Yeah, I knew no, he missed last night's game that. because I got a call from Bro Bro. He wanted to put something in on the Pelicans. I asked why. He told me about the injuries on mm-hmm. Dallas's side, so I knew Pelicans. I was I was aware that they were very very short handed last night. The I didn't Pelicans know it was long term though. But yeah, back to this Western Conference narrative. Phoenix is, is, is in play. Utah's in play. You know who I am scratching off the list? I'm scratching Portland off the list. Mm, I was going to ask. I don't believe in Portland no more. 10 or 14 I'm wins? jumping off the Portland bandwagon. 10 or 14 wins? I'm jumping off the... They, I just have this <laughs> thing with Portland that I, when it comes down to <laughs> Every it... Every time you take them, right? When it comes down to Stay it, for away. me, yeah, it don't, I'm, I'm scratching Portland off my list. Maybe they'll surprise me and then. They nah. added. Uh, they add. They made a trade too, right? They got. A, they traded Gary Trent Jr. and Hood Powell, right? For Powell, yeah. So, and I at first I t- I texted you there and I told you I was disappointed in Portland that I thought they gave up too much, but looking at Norman Powell and and looking over some of the stuff, reading some stuff on him, I you know I was reading up on how great of a defender he is, and. I was looking at his numbers for the year. They look outstanding. And then I read something about them having a big three now with McCullum, who you know how how good McCullum could be, and obviously Lillard. And, you know, you still got Nurkic there that's supposed to be coming back any any game now. So I think actually coming back tonight against the, today against the Raptors. So keep an eye out for Nurkic and the Blazers. I know you, you, don't, you jumped off the bandwagon now, but you know what's probably going to happen now that you jumped off the bandwagon. Yeah. They probably gonna start winning. Well, that's no, that and that's fine and that's okay. But I, I don't, I still don't you see don't them as a them? threat to, to no? make any noise in the West. Okay, so Denver, Dem- you think as far as uh, besides the Lakers, you know, and you know, we all look at the Lakers as as the number one, even when you know they don't have, they have these injuries. I still look at the Lakers as the number one team in the West. Is is the Clippers, Phoenix? Those are the two top teams right now, right? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Utah. I'm gonna go Utah and Phoenix. Utah and Phoenix is the top two teams in the West and right then, now. And so I can't, you, got... you can't ignore 19 and two at home. Like any team that that, that but goes through a season with that, you know, playing yeah. that well at home and is you know about to grab that one right. seed, they can't be ignored. So Utah, Phoenix, Utah, Phoenix. You got Denver three. Nah, I go Clippers three. Yeah, we go Clippers three. Clippers three. Now Clippers is this? We talk, we're not even talking about seeding, right? I'm just talking about my personal no, no. rankings. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As far West, as top contenders yeah, against the Lakers, I'm gonna go. Oh yeah, yeah. Utah. Because I still first, got the Lakers one. Phoenix two. I'll put Clippers three. For 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 threats to the, to the throne. I hear you. And then Denver, I guess, round that out. I don't believe in Portland. They done. Dallas is going through some shit right now. Yeah, they Everybody are. else is washed. I hear you. Utah, right. I'm gonna have to start giving Utah their respect, well earned. Yeah, you they, know they, they're back on, and we said their schedule was easy for the second half. And so Phoenix, and this is why I put Phoenix ahead of the Clippers, because some people might. Well, mm. Why are you putting Phoenix ahead of the Clippers? I think I got the Clippers. Me personally, I, I, yeah, I gotta ask you that question. It's because the, the 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 what what the Clippers just sought out what they could have had in the offseason in Rondo and ignored and just sought out right now. Phoenix has had the whole time in Chris Paul. Mm. He's been there. That shit's been marinating all year long. His, his infectious leadership, whatever he's been going True. through with these guys, that's been all year long. Okay. Rondo is just trying to get into the fold now. Who knows? That he'll be ready for the playoffs. Maybe a little more star power over it's there. There's more the Clippers, questions no? with Rondo coming over to the Clippers at this point. Chris Pornham is established over there. Okay. They're, I mean, I just feel like Kawhi, you're kind of disrespecting Kawhi here. You know, you got Kawhi, who's a championship winner. Nobody on they have not. I don't know anybody on Phoenix has won a chip. 
You know, Jay Crowder helped out last year, but he hasn't won a chip. I just feel like the Clippers have more leadership with Rondo and 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 and, and, and Kawhi. A little That's bit fair. more than what you expect. You know, a little you know, a little underrated there. Any so. player wearing that uniform has never made it to a Western Conference final. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens this year. They're having a great year, that's for sure. Listen, the team seems to be cursed. Oh, it's the Clippers. Okay. Yeah. Whoever wears a Clippers uniform, they don't make a Western Conference yeah, final. You're right. You're right. Chris Paul. And I think I've seen twice now too. a situation where they had a 3-1 lead in the second round. Yeah. And it's kind of, that kind of, it shits on Chris Paul a little bit because he was on that first iteration of the other team that was up 3-1. It'll be a nice matchup. I, I think it'll be nice to see something like Clip, Clippers, 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 Suns, Clippers, oh, Suns absolutely. in the playoffs. Absolutely. You know absolutely. what I mean? That'll absolutely. be a standing to watch. Even like even in the first round, depending on the seeding with the Suns, if the Lakers fall back enough, yeah. maybe a Lakers Sun first round matchup. Well, Chris Paul's a dog. I want to see something like that. I would and love Booker, to see. I mean, yeah, I would love to Kawhi see. Kawhi gonna have his handfuls. With I would that. love to see Chris Paul go up against LeBron, cause cause that they two mm. dogs right, the two alpha man. You know yeah. what I mean? That yeah. that's one of those matchups right yeah. there, those dream matchups. And I guess you want to see it in the Eastern, in the Western Conference Finals, right? Instead at this of point, at this point, would you still want to see a Clippers Lakers clash? Yeah, yeah, I still want to see Everybody Kawhi. Healthy. Yeah, Kawhi against LeBron. You know, I know that they, they don't like each other. I know Kawhi does not, right? He didn't want. He just there's a reason he decided not to go to the Lakers. Yeah, right? he didn't. He they, that, so, it seemed like he would, and he didn't. I know that he, must have know, bothered LeBron a little bit. You know? LeBron got his you know, last year for all that because I know remember you know the commercial I mean. with the with the king dangling, a new king in L.A. and all this and some good talk right here with the NBA, right? LeBron and them was waiting. Nice. Clippers didn't show up. You're right. You're right. They didn't. It was a pandemic year. Things were a little weird last year. I think they got a good second shot this year to go at it. And and they're being slept on right now. So that's the way we close out the West D. I just wanted to hit a little bit of baseball here and um, just pick some division winners, D. Um, For me personally, I wanted to jump straight into it. AL East. Um hard for me to take anybody else. The Yankees are at minus 200 right now. We're looking at BetMGM. Minus 200 is pretty heavy price to pay for a division winner, D. You know? So I probably won't lay that. Probably stay away from this. But there's no other way well, that I'm picking it, another it, it, team. Listen, on, on, on Smoker Sports, I went ahead and picked Yankees. We're picking all divisions. I picked Yankees, okay. right? You picked Yankees. And it, was, it wasn't really a price thing and all that. But yeah. minus 200, yeah, it's steep for a division winner. It go. It, 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 how much do you believe in these other teams? Boston and Baltimore, you could probably scratch right away, I right? Because, I mean, they're off. They're going to be awful. Are you scared of Tampa? They've lost quite a bit of pitching that they had last lost year. Two big starters. You I know? still, I still fear for the Rays, man, because they have such depth in their rotation, such depth in the pitching and in their farm system. So, Wouldn't you be more scared of Toronto with the addition of Springer to that young lineup? Is that they're pitching for me? That that's the one thing. I mean, it's not just Springer too. They added Kirby Yates to their to the relief staff they added um Simeon you know so they added a couple of guys and they're gonna have Nate Pearson and they did add Mats as well no yeah they added Mats Stripling Stripling from the Dodgers so that they did they they had some additions you know I'm not sleeping on them but I just don't think that they I'm not afraid of them you know the Blue Jays they just never really well I'd say for me in my personal opinion I think Toronto will be more of a threat than Tampa this year I'm still, I still have the think, respect. But I think the Yankees are, are should... Too much, right? The only thing win. you worry about with the Yankees, and it's because it's been an issue the last five years, is injuries. Yeah, you're right. 
You're right. Tons and tons and tons of injuries on the Yankees. I'm not afraid about that. I, I think the Yankees, I mean, I know what you mean, D, but I think Giancarlo's going to have a big year. I just have a feeling Giancarlo will have a big year. I hear that every year that Giancarlo's on the team and then he gets hurt. He misses like 50 games. I hear you. I think this this year he he's going to have a good year. He will stay in, maybe have an injury, but just, you know, 10 days, something like that. Or, or maybe just okay, missed a so couple of games. Okay, so we love the Yankees, but personally, I'm not going to advise yeah, laying the 200. I agree. So let's get off that. Central, Dean. What do you like in the Central? Love the in White American Sox. League Central. Love the you White do? Sox. You still, you still like the White Sox? Even with the Eloy being out? Love the White Sox. All right. Tan- I, ultra, oh, super uber talented team. Uh, Kansas City and Detroit are going to be doorstops. Um, the Twins you know, are a bit. The yeah, Twins are there. Yeah. The Twins Cleveland are always should there. Be, Cleveland shouldn't be. I mean, Cleveland had a, tr- a ton of trouble scoring runs last year. Now they lost a big bat in their lineup. So, right. I mean, and they, lo- they also lost pitching as well. All right. D, what do you think about this rotation right here with the Minnesota Twins? It's not a horrible rotation. Um, but there is some question marks. And this is what scares me now because I was thinking about taking the Twins at plus 150. Talk to me. Barrios, Kenta Maeda, Michael Pineda, J.A. Happ, and Matt Shoemaker. That back end of that rotation, a little scary there, no? Yeah, Hap, yo, Hap, Hap we know him from our from Yankee days. <laughs> yo. You know what Hap is. And Pineda um, from our Yankee days as and well. And Pineda as well. Um, can be can be good, can be electric, but I mean it's been a lot of years now, right? I'd rather no? see I'm surprised Dobnak is not in there. He had a great year last year. Randy Dobnak, you don't remember? You know? They moved him guy. into the bullpen. He's in the bullpen, yeah, but I'm just surprised about that. All right, I'm gonna, I was think, considering well, no, the uh, one. Berrios is, has always a stud potential in Berrios, yeah, and Maeda sure. had a stud year yeah, last year. You're sure. just hoping that he can repeat that I this agree. year. But those last three are scary, bro. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I don't trust them. I was going to consider the plus 150, but you know what? I'm staying away right here, man. I'm probably going to stay away. Listen, in the I'm, I'm sold on the White Sox, be, even because of the injury, like the, the torn pectoral that Eloy suffered. I mean, I, I, and unfortunate, too. It was trying to rob a home run in a preseason game, you know, Sucks. just a total unnecessary play. Yeah. Could have just let that go by, but whatever. You, you know, I'm excited for the White Sometime Sox. Sometimes instincts take over, you know? Giolito, Keiko. Yeah. Listen, Lynn's had some fucking great years down in yeah. Texas these last two, man. Yeah, Don't sleep right. on Lynn. Dylan Cease is young and coming. Come on. You're you right. know, and then they, the lineup is pretty good, too. Abreu was what? The MVP last year? Yeah. Uh, who's number 99 that's coming up? The new kid. 99. Yeah, they got a kid with a, with a, a huge number. Who's, he's supposed to be a fucking monster this year. I'm not well, sure. Well, they still have uh, Tim Anderson, um, Abreu on Just the team. Just Grandal yeah. behind the plate. Lewis Robert, number 88. Who's who really good? Um, I don't know if you're talking about him, Lewis Robert. Adam Eaton still has pop in his back. He's going to be occupying one of the outfield uh, positions. Moncada, who had a really Tim good Anderson, year. Tim Anderson, who was, was great last year. Yeah, they're deep. they're deep. The lineup is good. The pitching is going to be really good. The pitching is easily the best in the division. Yeah, you're right. And they got up-and-coming guys, too. Michael Kopech. He's really good. He's going to be in the pen this year, but he's really good. And their pen was solid last year, so they kind of got some depth in their rotation and in their pitching style. No ride with the White Sox. I like it. I like it. And I like Crochet as well. Keep, keep an eye out for him. He's in their pen as well. Lefty throws over 100. Um, so, yeah, let's move on. Last division here in the American League, the Westy. We got. The, I mean, for me, it's between the Astros and the Athletics here because – the Angels never have enough pitching, and their pitching just always sucks so bad. And I'm pretty sure it sucks again this year. But um, I, I like the Astros with the plus 130. Um, Verlander's coming back this year. Uh, I, like, I like Correa as an MVP candidate. 
because he just declined that six-year 120, and I expect that um Correa to have a big year on a contract year. You know, they did lose Springer, but they still have Brantley, they still have Bergman, and they still have Altuve, and they have Giordano Alvarez coming back this wow. year. Who, so their offense is going to be good, you know? And I, for me, the A's, they lost a couple of guns over there with Chris Davis and losing Simeon. So, and they lost Hendricks to their, and then the back end of their, um, their bullpen. So I like uh, the Astros with the plus 130. What do you think about this uh, American League West, D? Yeah, this, I mean, you know, the Oakland always is, is a little pestering, uh, yeah. uh, you know, they're pestering the side of, the, of Houston. Uh, they're always there. Their rotation's not bad. I'll give them that. I'm going to roll with Houston on this one. Still got Dusty Baker in the dugout, the yeah. calming influence that he is, <laughs> oldest manager in baseball. I like Dusty. You gotta like, yeah, me too. Fan. I agree. There is a common effect when you got Dusty. Like. Yeah, Dusty's just chill, man. You know, he's in, he's just his toothpick in his mouth, and you know, he's he's a, a player's guy now. He lets these guys fucking you know do what they do. But yeah, listen, I, you know, I'm still a, a big on Grinky. Do you I, think? I, 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 no, I was gonna ask you with the fans coming back this year. Do you think the Astros still get it? You know, they're gonna get taunted oh, uh, a lot and everything. Nah, with, with I, the, I think I think with with Springer departing, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, some of it. Altuve still there. Correa's. Yeah, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they, they should, will. right? Yeah, they should. But right, you know, so. they they kind of dealt with that a little bit last year, and I don't think the the, the murmurs will be as loud. Their uh, rotation is not bad, bro. I'm looking at their rotation right now. They got six starters right now. They got Grinky, like you said. Yeah, no, Grinky, uh, Christian Javier, McCullers yes. is still around. Yeah, um, good. Odorizzi is, 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 you know, see, solid yeah. arm. Val, Bramble arm. Valdez is good, you know, and Orkiti Ar- Ar- was pretty solid too for them. So I, I do like their pitching. And then when you go down and you look at, again, Uliel Gurriel still there, Bergman, we spoke spoke about a lot of these guys they still have. So I do, Kyle Tucker was really good. He's coming um, up and coming, a young player for them. So I do like the Astros this year, D. And I didn't see Verlander as part of that rotation. So I don't know if he's coming back in the middle of the year. But I do expect him to come back sometime this year. So I do, what do you think with the Astros plus 130? You agree with that? Or you you going to lean A's and like the pestering A's? Because they do have a lot of good young pitching over there. I was looking at their stuff. Yeah. What's the, what's the number on the A's? Plus 150 for the A's. Mm. So they're right there. Plus 130 on Astros, plus 150. And then you got the Angels, plus 375. Let's take a quick look at the Angels just, you know, for shits and giggles to make sure that their rotation is what we think it is, you know, because that's the only thing that would really hold them back. They have a formidable lineup. Well, at the top of their rotation is Heaney, then it's Cobb, Bundy, Canning, and Quintana. I like Bundy. Mm, They added Quintana, which is good. Yeah, uh, Cobb they added as well. I don't trust them. There's a bunch of question marks there, right? Uh, I, I, you know, I can uh, you could talk me into both Houston and Oakland. Yeah, I, think I, I, can't, I can't trust the Angels here. All right, so let's move on from the American League. We're going to end this with the National League, and then we'll pick pennant winners. By far my favorite American League division winner would be the White Sox. That's the next question I was going to ask you, your number one pick. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm going to go with my number one pick from the American League division winners for the Astros. They always they just have to find a way to win. I like their rotation. I'm going to lean Astros plus 130. D's going White Sox at minus 150. Yeah. All right. So then let's hit the National League up, D. Let's start with the National League East. Um, I got the Braves. I'm giving the Braves their respect still. Uh, Braves at plus 130. I'm going to take the Braves at plus one. I know the Mets. Uh, you know, we're here in New York, so I know what the Mets did. I'm big on but, the Mets, man. man. You're big on the Mets. So you think they win a division over the Braves? Yeah, D? The man. Braves I'm, I'm going to give it good. to the Mets this year. 
You like their rotation, right? You yes, like, I do, man. You like I their love lineup. The rotation. It's gonna get a boost at some point in this year with uh, my man Thor coming back. So true. You know. Yeah, Degrom, Carrasco, and you could Strowman. Yeah. Carrasco is underrated, man. Like right. not enough people talking about. You know, he's a, he's a veteran arm, twelve years experience, and he, you know, he had the scare with the cancer, but I think he's still gonna be a, a big part of the rotation. Strowman, you know, right. before he got traded contract over year too for Strowman. to uh, the Mets, Love he was that. having a, a big year in Toronto two years ago, and uh, you know, he didn't. Uh, what, did he opt out last year or was it injury? It was he injury to the out. shoulder, right? No, nah, he, he opted was out. Opt out after after injury. He had an ankle injury earlier, and in he might as well decide to then, shut it down. Yeah, he said COVID and his family something like All right, that so you know listen I'm expecting big things from Strowman as well uh, Taiwan Walker you're right I mean surprising. that rotation's deep surprising that rotation's right? deep Luchisi? he's their fifth starter right right now Walker's their fourth starter right yeah and, and Luchisi's Luchisi, the fifth and then like at Luchisi. some point you know Syndergaard will make his uh his presence known as but well. But their bullpen, D, that's the one thing that scares me. Always an issue with the Mets, the <laughs> bullpen. You got a head case in Familia. Familia has found his way back. Edwin Diaz is another Batances fucking head case. Kinda... Yeah, Batanz is another head case there. But, uh, oh, man. you know, the Seth Lugo was, was a revelation last year, right? But he's hurt to start the year now. You know, he's hurt quite a while here. Scare me, the bullpen. And Atlanta's, that's one of Atlanta's strengths, you know? So that's where my lean is Atlanta. I mean, of course, we know about the Mets' offense, though. We can't they can score. You know, the, my only score. concern with the with the Mets as far as the lineup is, um, does um, Polar Bear get back to up to par? I'm hearing that his spring was really good. His defense is a lot better. So I'm hearing he might be getting back to form. But that's the thing that I'm not concerned with with Atlanta, D. I got Freddie Freeman, the MVP, the MVP coming back at first base. I got Ozzy Albi at second. My shortstop is Swanson at short. You know, I got uh, a third base. I got Austin Riley, who had a really good year last year. My outfield is ridiculous because I got Marcelo Suna out there, who's the RBI champ. I got Ocuna, and then at center field, I got a young player in Pache who's splitting time with a veteran in NCRT. So I trust Atlanta. I like Atlanta. Uh, they had a really good year last year. They fought the Dodgers. You know, their rotation's stronger this year, it's, I it's think. It's formidable, you know? Charlie Moore. Charlie Moore is good, yeah. yeah. Ian Anderson had a really good year last year. He's yeah. coming back again this year. But then after that, you know, I really uh, want to see Soroka I want come so, back. I, want, I, don't want, I don't know why they have Soroka listed so uh, back in, uh, hurt, uh, behind Smiley Just, and Wynoa. Yeah, I agree. I do love... Max Fried was fantastic last year. He yeah. had, he's a, a Cy Young candidate throughout the year. He kind of fell off at the end. The big curveball was definitely working for him last year. Um, shades of Andy Pettit when I see Max Freed pitching. Um, Charlie Morton, you know, is formidable. He's, he's big good. game Charlie, right? Yeah, you he's know, good. He, I trust he's, him in the playoffs, he's, especially. Uh, the fucking, That's what he's there for, the playoffs. Definitely run. experienced, you know, 13 years pitching, and he's been in World Series and all that. So, um, Ian Anderson was, was the, you know, he's definitely a decent arm. Yeah, and and Smiley, man. I'm not too big on. Yeah, no, Why know what I'm also not too big on. I would like to I see agree. more Soroka. Uh, Rose says he's injured. We'll see. Yeah, um, D, I got to give you the a good credit here. The Mets have a stronger rotation. I do agree with that. But I just feel like the Atlanta um, pit, um, bullpen is a lot better. So that's why I give them the, the little small edge there. They're, they're hitting, I think, it probably washed. it's probably a wash. No? Atlanta both, got a both lot of strong good, lineups. Yeah, yeah, both got good lineups. Both strong lineups. We'll see who, who's better this year, you know? That's that's up to... They'll see how, how that plays out on the field. All right. D, I think this is the most interesting division, and the numbers reflect that. Which one? The Central or the East? The Central. Mm. Well, actually, yeah. Because the, the East is going to be... The East is pretty you interesting. You know, Washington, <laughs> if Washington yeah, comes I'll to take play, Miami made a playoff spot right. last year. 
Philadelphia is always to be considered. You're right. That is probably if you're thinking about plus money, I probably the most uh, interesting division is probably the East, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as competitiveness, the could win it. I think the AL, I mean, the NL East would be the most competitive. Yeah, you're right. Of all the divisions. You're right. I mean, this division is probably going to be competitive too, and it was last year, and that's the NL Central. Cardinals are at plus 110 right now. You got the Brewers at plus 300, Reds plus 375, and the Cubs at plus 500. What do you think about this division, D? I know you're leaning Cardinals here. Yeah, I mean, I'm you looking know, for value. Flaherty is a, is a stud at the top. They moved Carlos Martinez back into the rotation. Uh, you know, Wayne Wright and Ponce de Leon are, are serviceable. They are. I just it, it's more about the other teams in the in the division for me. With with Pittsburgh, I think they you know Pittsburgh is obviously going to be awful. Um, Cincinnati. Got rid of, not got rid of, but they, they lost the service of Bauer, one True. Bauer, who was pretty good for them last year. Well, let's look at Cincinnati real quick. They lost Bauer, right? Well, how the rest of the, they lost Discofani as well. Discofani um, as well, yeah. They lost him. So, Sonny Gray's at the top. Castillo is still around. Uh, Maley, Wade Miley. Yeah. Kind of, you know, kind of a weak rotation there for they me. Do. That's it? What else they got The there? lineup, they had a ton of trouble uh, scoring runs last year. I don't know if they made any improvements to the lineup uh, over last year. All right. I'm looking at them right now. We got their roster right here. So, yeah, you're right. Uh, Wade Miley should be coming back, though. He got hurt a little bit. And they added Michael Lorenzen to their starting rotation now, who was a really good bullpen arm, a nice arm. And TJ Antone was really good for them last year, too, D. I put money on this guy a lot. I won some some games with this guy, some unders with this guy. I like their rotation. It's not that bad. I do think their rotation is formidable. Um, when you look at their lineup, I mean, Joey Votto's still I, love, I still love Castellanos. Uh, Mustakas is still a good bad Votto. And, you know, Votto's formula was another year older, though. I think yeah. 14, 15 years in the league now. So, And outside Winker. of that, I'm like, eh, you yeah. know. You're right. I mean, Suarez is pretty good, too. He got a big-time pop there. Uh, it's his team. You're right. They're uninspiring. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I would think this division and the and I know you like the Cubs, but, you know, they seem like to be like by the middle of this year, they could be selling some pieces off. Been trying to actively trade Chris Bryant away. Doesn't and inspire me to put any right. money on them. I was thinking about the Cubs, but when I look at their rotation, bro, it is scary. Cal Hendricks, okay. Zach Davies, not bad. After that, bro. Arietta, I mean, Arietta, you know, Trevor Williams. Now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Azalea is supposed to be a good prospect. Even but Zach still. Davies as your number two is super suspect. You're right. You're right. He's a back-end guy. And they still got Craig Kimbrough as their closer. I mean, he's washed. Listen, man. I'm, uh, it's, it's firmly between St. Louis and Milwaukee. And if I had to pick between the two, I have to lean St. Louis. I don't mean to be take the team that's the favorite. I mean, you know, if anything, I feel more strongly about the Mets at plus 150 in the, in the NLE. East. really love sure. the Mets pick. But I do like uh, St. Louis. I can't deny it, man. So, if yeah, my central pick is St. Louis Cardinals easily. I'm, I'm going to go Milwaukee here, man. Now that I look it over, Milwaukee's rotation for me is formidable and is just as strong as St. Louis, if not stronger. Woodruff had a really good year that year. Carbon Burns, again, really good year last year. Hauser, Brett Anderson, not bad. I like it. It's not bad. They got a couple of guys there. They add, they added Jackie Bradley Jr. in the offseason. They still have some weapons there with Yelich, you know, Travis Shaw. I like – it's not bad. I like Keston Hura, Bogobach, who was with the uh, Mariners. Not bad with Milwaukee at plus 300. I'll consider Milwaukee in that division. And uh, let's move to the West. 
And now this one is tough, two, bro, right? because yeah, it's, it's obviously gonna be either San Diego or LA. Now I would love to lay money on San Diego, but damn, the Dodgers are so stacked, man. Can you see that rotation with uh, David Price coming back this year, with the addition of Trevor Bauer to already to Walker Bueller to Clayton Kershaw, who, who's now a champion, so he has Gonsolin was off good his back. too, right? Shit, man! Like I'm looking at their rotation right now. They got Kershaw one, Bauer two, Bueller um, Bueller three. Walker's uh, really the one, honestly. Dustin May. Dustin May, you kind of forgot about that. Julio Urias is part of the rotation. And, and, and David Price, who has who's Six a, year, starters. Who's a year fresh. Six starters, a hell of a bullpen. They added Knable to their bullpen. You know they got Mookie. Their bullpen looks really nice, too, I'll be honest. Yeah, and they are Tony Gosselin as part of their bullpen. I like this. The Dodgers are tough to go against. I mean, minus 250 is not Listen, something to take, wanna though, be right? the Listen, I want to be the contrarian. I want to take... San Diego, but the Dodgers are too stacked. And no, nah, I'm not. I, I, you know what? What's the number on the Dodgers? Minus two fifty. I mean, I'm not into laying two fifty on some division odds, so it's a layoff for me. I agree. Congratulations to the Dodgers on winning the division. <laughs> <laughs> One last thing with the baseball, Dean, with the show. Let's just end it on these terms. Your pennant winner for the year for the American oh. League. Uh, Yankees, I got a plus two twenty right here. I know it's just that's think, the favorite. I think this is the year. I, I know I'm a Yankee year. fan. I'm a homer. I'm going Yankees at plus 220 to get that done this year. Okay. Yankees make the World Series. If you had to pick a team for value in the American League, just another team, which, who would you consider in what the American League? What are the odds on the White Sox? I'm going to give you that right now. I'm looking at Major League Baseball pennants here on BetMGM. You got the White Sox at plus 800. Before that, though, D, you got Astros at plus five and Twins plus six. I will take the White Sox at plus 800 as mm. my second selection. Value selection, if nice. you will. Exactly. I agree with you with the first pick. I had this actually, D, this is funny. Earlier today, just an hour ago, the Yankees were plus 220. Now the Yankees are plus 200. Money's coming in on the Yankees already. <laughs> <laughs> the odds have gone lower over the last hour on the Yankees because this is the same site. And uh, I agree with Dennis. I'm a, my first pick is the Yankees at plus 200. This is their year. Uh, the, the Rays, they lost a couple of uh, guys. But my value pick is the Rays. They're the Yankees' biggest throne. You know, they still have the lineup that, that could compete with the Yankees and the White Sox, I feel. They still have the guns in the, in the bullpen. I still feel the Rays are a formidable opponent. And at plus 1,200, that's my value pick. National League, D, your straight pick. Dodgers. This one is obviously a little tough. Yeah, I mean, what's the Dodgers for the for the for the pennants? Um, the Dodgers. I got plus one eighty for the Dodgers, plus four hundred for the Padres, plus five hundred for the Braves, plus five hundred for the Mets, and then they got the Brewers and the Phillies, which is kind of weird. I'm. I will have to go. I will have to select the plus one eighty with the Dodgers. Dodgers, right? Just that, that fucking line. Can the Padres get over the hump and beat them in the playoffs with Clevenger, with Snell now? Not with um, Clevenger, but with Snell and Darvish being added? Can they get over that playoff hump? They can. That, they, they, they are loaded. We're looking they for value here. I mean, in a series, in a Major League Baseball series, best out of seven. Can the Padres beat them with Snell and Darvish? 
what, what, what uh, my pick would be the Dodgers and my second selection would be the Padres to win okay. the to win the National League. All right. So if you out there thinking of laying money on either one of those teams, just know that Dennis stands with you. I, I agree. If you like the Padres, I agree. If you like, what's the number the on the Mets to win the pennant? And that's I agree with I the like. Dodgers as well. But what's and the money on the I Mets? Like. Plus D, this is funny too. Same thing. Earlier plus five fifty. Now plus five hundred. Money coming in on the Mets. I would. I would. I have no, absolutely no problem with anybody laying money on the Mets as well. For, that's my initial pick. I will go those three teams. I got a Subway Series, Yankees and Mets. And I kept the, the reason that I got the Mets D is because of their rotation. I didn't pick the Mets to win the the, the division, but I picking them to to get into the the playoffs through the wild card. And I'm, if they need something during the trade deadline, I believe Stevie Cohen will get that for them. And this rotation, adding Syndergaard, like you said, in the middle of the season or towards, you know, oh, listen, the end of the season. I, I, it's simple for me. I got the When Mets. it comes to baseball and it, when it comes to making the World Series and going on playoff runs, it comes to pitching. You're right. So I'm always going to look for the team with what I think is going to be the p- best pitching at the end of the year. And it, this year is more funny than other years in that these teams stacked up their rotations. Dodgers rotation looks retarded. I don't even want to say that name because I don't want to offend nobody. It looks stupid. It looks crazy. <laughs> it looks crazy. Kershaw with the monkey, with you know, with his demons kind of lifted off his back because they won the mm-hmm. championship, right? So you got Kershaw, sweat-free Kershaw, not really worrying about shit. Just let me go out here and solidify my, my Hall of Fame, you know, career. Bauer, who was up for Cy Young last year. Walker Bueller, who's a stud, and you know it. Yeah, he is. David Price taking a year off, Dustin coming in May. fresh with his championship hardware in Boston. Monkeys off his back, just ready to come in and just sling the ball. Urias. Trevor May, who, who's stud potential with the red hair flowing, you know, throwing fireball, another fireballer. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, and then when those guys, when when that kind of talent, pitching-wise, is backed up with an offense who can be down, what, any amount of runs and still able to come back or just bludgeon you to death to begin with, shit, man, good things in L.A., man. I don't mean to sound like a front-runner, but I gave you three. So I'll give you Padres, who also have a stacked rotation, and the Mets, who, surprisingly, stacked rotation. They all have it in common. You're right, you're right, and I agree with you a thousand percent. And for me, I just want to mention my dark horse in the National League, D. They're at plus 2,000 right now. You know, the Nationals, I believe, will have a bounce-back year. I like their um, rotation still. I I think Scherzer still, he's going to be in a contract year this year. I still like Strasburg to come back strong this year. Corbin, you know, he's a good pitcher. Um, For the Nats, at plus 2,000. You know, with the with with two top players on their uh, in, in their everyday lineup with Soto and Turner, at plus two thousand, I think that's a great value pick. D, I think they can make a run this year and be a lot better. And I know they're in a tough National League East that's stacked, but if they sneak in the playoffs, they can make noise with that rotation. And we saw that before. He so, snuck, he snuck in a whole World Series a few years exactly. ago. Exactly. So maybe they could sneak in another one plus two thousand. Not bad. Twenty to one odds there, guys. So that's it, D. That's pretty much it with baseball. We covered it. We're ready for baseball. Are we gonna come with more shows now to get ready for this baseball season? We might might have to add might have to do an opening day show. Yeah, we might have to add some more Something like content that. here. Yeah, for sure. Might have to. We take definitely a look at that. over here at the Bet the Universe offices are cooking up some things for the future. We might have to move into a more video platform, but 
That's all to be discussed later on. And and D, we're also starting to put up more future bets now, right? We're starting to throw, we throw well, up the Brooklyn we, Nets uh, this week, right? Hopefully, you know, a lot of the listeners, Honor. you guys are keeping up with the Instagram page because we're really integrating the Instagram and the social media into the yes. into the concept of the show. It's just another way for you to hear us without actually hearing us over the radio. So while we're doing the show once a week now, mostly on Sundays, week, you can interact with us on the Instagram page daily. Uh, we were quite busy this last week dropping picks, trying to make <laughs> up some ground here. I think we're sitting at uh, 9 and 12 at the moment as far as picks, so we still have more work to ahead for us to yeah. do. But uh, yeah, we've been having fun, right, man. Uh, keep up with us on the Instagram page for sure, and we we you know pretty soon maybe some video content as well, just you know live picks with us yeah. with the phone, maybe taking videos of the of the picks or whatnot. Sure. But yeah, we did drop a future with the Brooklyn Nets to win the East at what minus one twenty, right? No, plus one twenty. Plus one twenty. We caught it before the before. Aldridge news. Yeah. <laughs> that changed it too. That changed the line, didn't it? We right? we fully admit we were late to the party. We should have took it earlier, yes. but whatever. Better late than ever. We can't see anybody beating Brooklyn in seven games in the in the Eastern Conference. I agree. We don't see that at all. And we'll have more futures, and we'll have some more betting advice for you guys out there. We also want to make a conscious effort to just throw out some little tidbits, little betting advice, little things here and there that could help you out, that could just, you know, just in case you, you're unsure about something, or just in case you're having thoughts about something, some stuff that could back you up, you know, some good information and some good vibes. So we're ready to put that kind of info out. Well, yeah, all right. I'll, I'll leave with a gem. Um you know, I, I know a lot of people that gamble, and I see the amount of units that they wager fluctuate wildly to a lot of units, to a little bit of units, and everything mm-hmm. in between. Um, you know, there's more than one way to, to skin a cat, and obviously everybody has the ways that work for them. But my advice would be to bet a consi- you know, to lay out your 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 uh, your bankroll for the season, whatever you want to wager, whatever you can afford, and offer that five percent of that should mm. be a unit and that should be a consistent wager for you there you go five percent of your bankroll should be almost 80 percent of your bets that same wager wager unit amount and you know if you like see something you really like that other 20 percent of the time double up or you know you make the money in the margins man it helps out when you win in the margins but it also helps out when you're when you're consistent with your units you keep and track it, of it better like that right yeah yeah Awesome. Absolutely, and great, oh, you know, keep tra- document everything, keep track of everything, so you can track your progress and you know your highs and your lows, and and, exactly. and adjust accordingly. And so not for nothing, the, yeah, for sure. And and I'll just throw one out there: don't be afraid to take a day off, guys. Don't be afraid to lay off one day. You know, there's not, you don't have to, especially with the tournament, it could be very overwhelming having so much to gamble on, right? This past, especially this weekend, so much UFC, everything. There's nothing wrong with taking a day off, relaxing the mind, and coming back the next day to fight, you know? So always remember that. Keep that in the back of your head or in the front, and just, you know, tread tread the waters carefully, because it could be well, yeah, a you know, slippery you, slope. You, you take a look at the card, you look at what you like, you lay money on your absolute best of best picks. Exactly. And however that goes, you just let it, you just, you live with that, you know? None, none of that, oh, Chasing. man, I'm 0-2 today. Let me take this 10 o'clock and try mm-hmm. and make it back to, nah, that don't Second work like that. Usually, I like guarantee you 8 out of 10 times, it is not going to work out for you. So you put that money in your pocket and you come back the next day or two days mm-hmm. after and you take a good look at the card and you exactly. lay your best down again. Great advice. And, you know, Great advice. it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. You're not going to get rich overnight. You're going to get rich in the long haul. Now you got like five tips from us right there, guys. All right, so just hold that down. And have fun. You know, yep. this is all for fun, folks. You know, exactly. like, 
it shouldn't be life and death, you know? It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be emotionally sway you one way or another. You're taking some change, throwing it on the side, you're gambling with it. Exactly. Make a little a little sign to take your wifey out, or you make a little sign to buy yourself that little tech gadget that you've been eyeing. That's that's what it's all about, mm-hmm. right? Thousand percent. So bet the universe, my friends. We have given you some NBA today and a bunch of other things, and we will uh, we will talk to you next week. Have a good one.